0: What up, people? It is Tuesday, November 6th. My name is B Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. I am having such a hard time keeping up with all the craziness going on every single day. Uh, let's start with Halloween and all of these clueless people who just don't get it. Uh, in the environment that we're in now, there are just some things that are not appropriate. Um, If you want to continue with the racist ways, go right ahead. Be my guest. But when you get fired for that or you get the backlash, you get what you deserve. So, for instance, let's start with the lady who was harassing the two black young ladies standing in the parking lot waiting for AAA. She came over. I'm assuming she was drunk. But she kept talking about she's white and she's hot. And they don't supposed to be there because she makes $125,000 a year. And demanding to see people's keys and all of that nonsense. Almost every podcast I mention this because we continue to have these stories, man. Y'all need to mind y'all business. This lady has been fired from her job and she's been uh, arrested for harassment. This is getting so ridiculous to... People are just trying to live their life. And your president has made it um, okay to be racist. But you're the one being fired for following that foolishness. Just stop it. It's old. It's getting tired. Leave people alone. Mind your business. Um, And then the Halloween stories. All of these people that are wearing blackface and think that's funny. Uh, The teachers, I think in Idaho, who dressed up as a group, as the border wall, and had Make America Great Again across it. And then the other half of that same group of teachers dressed up with sombreros and all of that kind of stuff. And one lady actually had a sombrero with the word Mexican written across it. And obviously she was not Mexican. That stuff is not okay. You know what? But you have the freedom to do what you want to do. But there are consequences that come with that kind of behavior. Um, especially in the climate we're in now. Megan Kelly just lost her TV show on NBC because of the whole blackface issue. Um, It's a very sensitive climate, especially with racism, and we're seeing it from the top, but these people are feeling more and more comfortable to do these type of things, and that's cool. Well, it's really not cool, but if you choose to do it, uh, be prepared for the backlash, be prepared to lose your job, because there are so many people over the past year and a half to two years doing these type of actions, and they have lost their job, and they continue to lose their job. We're not going to stand for it. We're not going to deal with it. Companies are not going to face that backlash because the first thing they do, Facebook investigations are powerful. They will find out who you are, where you live, where you work, and they will bombard your uh, employer with messages about you, and they do not want to see it. I've, had, I've seen this time and time again where Facebook justice has uh, solved a lot of these issues and pointed people out. And their employers have been bombarded. And they have been let go from their job. So, if you don't need your job, cool. Like yourself, i continue to be openly racist. But honestly, I'll prefer open racist than a closet racist. Because at least that way, I know how you feel. And I respect you more when I know how you feel. Instead of you doing it behind my back. So, kudos to y'all dumbasses. For doing this racist stuff. And losing your job. I applaud you for that. Uh, secondly, I'm just... A lot has been going on personally. uh, I've had the past couple of days off trying to relax, but it's been a a long road. Dealing with somebody who has kids um, is hard because I mentioned before, I don't have any biological kids of my own. I do have uh, what I consider my daughters, my ex-girlfriend's two daughters. I love them to death, uh, would do anything for them. I go see them down in Houston when I can. Uh, I call and text with them constantly just to make sure everything is cool and see if they need anything, but I am not responsible for their day-to-day care, Uh, and dealing with someone that has a son who has behavioral issues, uh, it has been a hard road, and I know she has a lot on her plate, and I just want to be as supportive as I can. Um, I was extremely fortunate to have both my parents. Growing up, uh, both my parents are still alive now. They've been married for 44 years. I have zero negative things to say about my childhood. I love my parents to death. I have a close relationship with both of them individually. Um, I see them all the time. We live about less than 10 minutes away from each other, and I absolutely love them, and I'm blessed to have had the upbringing I had and to have both my parents in my life all of my life. But a lot of people didn't have that. And just looking at my girlfriend's situation, her parents are divorced. Um, Her relationship with her mom is kind of strained. And she didn't necessarily have the best examples of parenting growing up. Uh, And now she's divorced and her ex-husband, they clash. They have two different parenting styles and it's affecting their son. And I hate to see that for the son. I hate to see that for for my girlfriend because I know she's doing the best she can. But this little boy is bad. And he needs professional help, in my opinion. And I have some really good friends that are uh, licensed therapists that have been working with her. And I've been trying to talk to her and support her as much as I can. And I always give an opinion. This podcast is me giving my opinion. I'm not an expert on anything. And i always tell her this is what i would do in that situation i'm not i would never tell her what to do because i don't have any kids i don't know anything i can't make those calls um in hell i could not be knowing what i'm talking about i just come from a place of common sense what's rational um what i dealt with as a child how my parents raised me and what i would do in those situations um but it's harder I'm assuming when you actually have the kids and you have to make these tough decisions for the betterment of your child's life. Uh, so I just continue to be supportive. I love my girl. She's a sweetheart. Um, and this is just one of those things where I kind of have to step back, give her my opinion only if she asks for it, and just support her her decisions. Uh, parenting is not an easy thing, uh, especially if you have a difficult child and if you don't have a huge support system. Um... I've always been fortunate to have a really good support system around me all my life. And even as an adult now, um, you know, there are things I talk to some of my closest friends about. I don't even talk to my girlfriend about because she has enough stuff going on. But I am the type of individual that I usually handle my own stuff. Not a whole lot of stuff gets to me uh, when something happens. I process what happened. My next step is to figure out how to change it or deal with it. You know, I don't like to linger on things. And actually, I use this podcast as my way of getting stuff off my chest to move on to something else. So anyone that listens to this podcast, I appreciate it. Um, Again, I'm just giving my thoughts and my opinions. I'm not an expert on anything. Uh, It's just the way I feel in that moment. Um, But, you know, I'm praying for my girl. I hope everything works out with her son. uh, And he gets the help that he needs and she gets the help that she needs. And also that her ex-husband gets the help that he needs. Something is wrong with that dude. But uh, again, that's my opinion. I'm praying for all of them. I just want the best for all of them. I want them all to be happy. Um, moving to today is election day. Uh, I was I voted the first day of early voting and got that out of the way. I've been trying to avoid uh, the regular TV channels and stations. Because I don't even want to hear about it, i worry about who won tomorrow uh because i'm I'll be glad when all this is over. I'm sick and tired of all the negative ads, and most of them are lying, and it's just it's old. I hate the election cycle because you get bombarded with all of this negativity, and at some point, I wish somebody would just put the country over party, and I think we'll all be in a better place um. Watching these constant campaign rallies by the orange dude in the White House is sickening. Uh, I try not to pay attention to that, but looking at a statistic today that says he's told over 6,000 lies, he's the type of person that will just throw something out there, regardless if it's true or not, and then move on to something else. He doesn't care about facts, and his supporters don't care about facts either. And that's really uh, disconcerting. It, it, it's concerning on multiple levels that you have someone in the highest position in the land that constantly lies. And actually in an interview, I want to say last week, he said he tells the truth when he can. What the hell does that mean that you tell the truth when you can? You should always try to tell the truth. And some people don't have an issue with that. You know, even after uh, the pipe bombs being mailed to CNN and all of these other people, He had his little written prepared statement that he read and we need to come together, blah, blah, blah. The very next day, he was back on stage calling CNN, the enemy of the people again. And so my overall opinion of this dude is not a high one. I feel like he's dividing the country more than he's trying to bring it together. I haven't heard him say one unifying thing since he's been in office. He's pandering to his little base of people And that's all he's focused on, his little base of people. And also with Republicans constantly now talking about, uh, oh, they're going to protect pre-existing conditions. They've never wanted to protect pre-existing conditions. These people are saying anything they can to get elected, and they won't do a damn thing once they get re-elected. And they've proven that. Uh, Even Trump said uh, a couple of weeks ago, there's going to be a middle-class tax cut by the end of the year trying to get extra votes and then he had to come out and say no that's not true nothing will be passed by the end of the year so I'm just tired of people Democrats and Republicans saying anything they can just to get elected and once they're elected they have four years to not do anything uh, so I'll just be glad I cast my one vote um, and I made my voice heard that's all I can do everything else will just have to play out on his own and I have to deal with it but for people that don't vote, I mean, I think it's too uh, too much going on, and there are going to be heavy consequences if you don't vote. I think that's how we got in the situation we're in now with this fool, because a lot of people just chose not to vote because the attitude was you're voting for a lesser of two evils. I definitely disagree with that wholeheartedly. Um, I think the whole climate has changed, and this dude is doing generational damage to the country. He will only be president for so long but the damage he's doing now is going to be generational and i'm 44 years old i don't know if it will be fixed before i die and that's if i die of natural causes because what he's doing the the mindset he's instilling in people that's going to be generational that's going to be passed on from idiot to their kid idiots to their kid idiots and I hate that for this country. And that's one reason I'm kind of glad I don't have biological kids because I don't want them to grow up in the world like this. As much as I would love to be a father and have my own child, I would, it would be hard to bring up a child in this particular environment. I would definitely have to, um, to guide them as much as I can to stay away from all this negativity, because if you get consumed with it, and sometimes I hate the fact that I even care as much as I do. But I do care about what goes on in the country and what can affect me and my family and my friends. I do care about that stuff. And sometimes I wish I didn't care as much. I have some friends that they could care less what's going on. They don't even vote. Um, And if you don't, you know, hey, I respect that that's your option. But I think too many people died and too many things have happened for me to have this right to vote. So I feel like it's my duty to actually do it. Um, So hopefully we can get these elections out the way And whatever happens tomorrow, that's what we'll deal with. But I'm amazed at how the same people who were on the bandwagon of voter fraud absolutely have nothing to say about here in Texas, where some of the voting machines are changing uh, the O'Rourke votes to Ted Cruz. It's a malfunctioning machine, so they say that has been known about for a while, and they never did anything to fix it. Um, They're not upset about all of this voter suppression that's going on in multiple states, especially um, Georgia and Florida. And I think it was South Dakota. Um, Huge voter suppression going on, especially in minority communities. They're not saying anything. And I think the only way we will fix this stuff or the country will get better is the people that are not affected speak out as much as the people that are affected. Because the people that are affected their voice is not big enough or not loud enough. We need the support of everybody who thinks this is an injustice to speak out. Everybody should have a right to vote. Uh, they should stop gerrymandering. They should stop redistricting. They should stop closing the, uh, or they should change the voter ID laws for one. Uh, that's one of the biggest voter suppressions that they're trying to pull is the voter ID law. They're closing a lot of uh polling places to make it to one polling place where you have maybe a community of 10,000 have to vote on that one day and you have people standing in line for four or five hours to vote. And they're hoping that that uh, discourages people from standing in line. But I'm just I'm hoping and praying that, you know, everything comes out okay. Like I said, we'll have to deal with what we have to deal with once it's over with. But I wish Again, the people that are not affected or least affected speak out against these injustices just as much as the people that are affected. And I think that's the only way we can effectively make change if we work together to do it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. But before I go, my verbal metal finger this week goes to three people. I will not mention them by name because I don't want to give them that credit. Uh, the first one is the dude that set the pipe bombs. The second one is the guy that killed the black lady and black man in the Kroger parking lot who had actually went to a church first to kill black people, which he stated, and he killed these people. He saw them in the parking lot of Kroger and killed them. And then the third is the dude that shot up the synagogue. All of y'all can go to hell. I hope you burn in hell. I hope you get life or death penalty or whatever it is because we don't have any time for this nonsense. But you are being Stoked by the fears coming from the top. A lot of these people are right-wing extremists. And I've heard people talk about how the left, uh, I had a conversation with a dude on Facebook. He was talking about Antifa. Okay, Antifa is one group. But when I brought up the KKK, the Proud Boys, the Nazis that are literally out there carrying signs with swastikas and all of that stuff, he didn't have anything to say. These three dudes that I just talked about all have right-wing agenda. They leaned with the right. Um, the dude with the pipe bombs apparently his van was covered with Trump stuff. He was at Trump numerous Trump rallies, and all Trump is doing is is passing out that fear. He's he's hoarding this fear and uh, this propaganda to his base and getting them all fired up. And no, he's not directly. Um, Responsible, but he's definitely indirectly responsible for a lot of the stuff that's going on. You know, in a, one of his rallies, he said um, that the senator who body slammed a reporter is his kind of guy. In my opinion, that's inciting violence against the media once again. But nobody's holding this dude accountable for the stuff that he says and the rhetoric and the lies that he says and my last point I want to make is when we have debates I wish the moderators would call bs I wish they could fact check at the moment because during the Trump um, Hillary Clinton debates the moderator said it is not his job to fact check the the uh, potential candidates it's the people's job to go back and research on their own and I agree with that to an extent, but I don't agree with it because a lot of people are not going to go back and do their own research. They're just going to believe what's coming out of somebody's mouth. That's Republican or Democrat. But there are some things that were just, some lies that were told and they're still being told to this day that um, are blatant lies and we need to have somebody responsible for getting that information out there and fact-checking these dudes and these people because it's just so much misinformation out there. Uh, It's corrupting our country. It has corrupted our country. All of this false information and, you know, the tagline of fake news, he's the one that's giving fake news. Constantly. Fox News, Sean Hannity, all of those dumbasses over there, they're the ones that's giving out fake news. Alex Jones, that dumbass, he's giving out fake news. And I can't say CNN doesn't give out fake news, but I've actually heard CNN, um, retract or recant and apologize if they've made a mistake and not try to justify it but anyway let me get off my soapbox that's it for this week until next week peace and love y'all have a good rest of the week